Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on DK Pittsburgh Sports Radio Podcast Network. I'm Dale Lally, your host. And uh, boy, uh, what a an eventful couple of days it has been here uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, uh, Thursday, as expected, uh, Ben Roethlisberger announcing his retirement from uh, football uh, after 18 seasons. Uh, again, not unexpected. The Steelers uh, had figured all along that this was going to be it for Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, but then uh, the next day, um, team president, Art Rooney, the second going on uh, a, a conference uh, call with uh the local media and announcing uh, unprompted, I might add that, that uh, this is going to be it for Kevin Colbert. Uh, he's going to retire after this year's draft. And um, look, we've talked all about Ben Roethlisberger here over the last few weeks, but I think this Colbert situation needs to be dug into a little bit more. Uh, a lot of questions about the timing and everything that's going on with this. Uh, first of all, I reported back in early December uh, in, in our Friday insider that uh, there was a feeling, uh, maybe it was even November, that there was a feeling that, that Colbert uh, was going to retire after this season. I heard that from a couple of different league sources, uh, confirmed it with the Steelers. That, that there was that possibility. And, uh, of course, uh, Colbert uh, confirming that with, with uh, Art Rooney, that this will be his last season. He's been the Steelers' uh, general manager uh, for the first 10 years. It, he was called the uh, director of football operations. That's what the Steelers always called their de facto general manager. Um they gave him that title uh, of general manager in 2010, uh, largely because when he would go out to uh, to different college games to do some scouting, um, the the guys who weren't general managers or didn't have the general manager title were put out in the stands in, in many situations uh, to sit out in the stands and watch the, the game from out there while the general managers were put in the press box and given more access to uh, – to some of those things. It makes the job made the job easier for Colbert to be in the press box as opposed to being outside of it. Um, so, uh, you know, Art Rooney went ahead and gave him that title, even though in terms of, if you look around the league at what the general manager's duties are, uh, you know, Kevin Colbert didn't necessarily have those duties. For example, the head coach and the GM in the Steelers organization, the way that they've done this, and this is the way that they've always done this. Um, it's it just they're on equal footing. Um, neither one can fire the other. Uh, whoever the Steelers hires their next GM is not going to have the power to walk into to, uh, Mike Tomlin's office and say, hey, Mike, you're fired. Um, 
Likewise, uh, the head coach, Mike Tomlin, isn't going to have any more power than he's had before. This seems to be a misconception that, oh, suddenly Mike Tomlin's going to have all the power within the organization. It's not how the Steelers work, folks. The only person who has the ultimate power in the Steelers organization is the team president, and that being that's Art Rooney II. Uh, he gets final say on everything. For example, when the Steelers made the decision or were talking to the Miami Dolphins a couple of years ago about making the trade for Minka Fitzpatrick. Before that trade was ever consummated, uh, they had to Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert had to go to Art Rooney and plead their case about why they thought this was a good idea. The Steelers hadn't traded a first-round draft pick uh, since the 60s for a player since the 60s, uh, so it went against everything that they had done organizationally for a long time. Dan Rooney didn't believe in trading future draft picks for players, but the Minka Fitzpatrick situation was different where you had a player – who was, uh, you know, in the second year in the league becoming available, uh, Art Rooney gave the okay for it. He said he, he did a lot of, uh, I remember I asked him about that a couple of years ago after the 2019 season about that decision. He said he did a lot of, a lot of pacing in his, in his office before coming to the decision that the Steelers would go ahead and make that deal. So that hierarchy isn't going to change. Uh, that's why, the Steelers are, are comfortable with Kevin Colbert waiting until after the draft to retire from the, from the, from day-to-day -day operations. He's still going to stick around much like the Bill Nunn did and, and be the, the you know, a voice uh, that the other guys can bounce stuff off of, but he's not going to be do handling the day-to-day -day draft stuff. Um, so what the Steelers are looking for in a general manager isn't what some of these other teams that are hiring general managers right now are doing. There's some, you know, a lot of comments out there. Why, why don't they just have him retire now? Why wait? Because he's done all the legwork on this year's draft stuff. Why would they want to start over with somebody new at this point? Why would they want to start over with, with three months until the draft and find, go get a new general manager and have to get that guy up to speed on what they're looking for in a general manager or what they're looking for in the draft, how they draft players? You don't want to change that now. That would be stupid. They have, a, they have set ideas on what they're looking for because they've run this, the same thing, the same scheme. They're looking for the same kind of players. They have that knowledge of, of each other, the working knowledge, uh, that they being Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin. They know what they're looking for. You may not agree with, with who they take, uh, but they, they have a, a good working relationship knowing who to take, what the other one likes, what, what they don't, you know, don't like, and they, they, they always come to an agreement on players. So you don't want to bring a new person into that. Why upset the dynamic now? This is one of the most important off seasons that the Steelers are going to have. They're, they're going to try or at least start the process of trying to find their next franchise quarterback. It's a Steelers decision. It's not a, it's not a, a Mike Tomlin decision, and it's not a, a Kevin Colbert decision. They always work in conjunction with each other on these things. You may not believe that. I know a lot of people have a hard time believing it, but when the Steelers say they made a Steelers pick, that's exactly what they've done. They never, you know, one of the things that Kevin Colbert has done over the years, and, and this is uh, to his credit, um, they stack their draft board. And when they stack their draft board, if they're picking 20th, and he says this every year, and we all chuckle about it, uh, they're picking 20th. They'll have 20 player or 21 players that they would take in order They'll rank the, uh, the top 21 players in the draft in order for that draft pick. And they'll go from there. There's never a, there's never a conversation 
Uh, nobody's ever pounding the table for somebody in the draft room. You, you, you have your draft, you get your guys ranked, and then you take the highest ranked guy who's remaining of those top 21 players. And if you take somebody who's, who's behind that, well, then shame on you because you, now, you've, now you've put yourself in a position where you quote-unquote reached because you stepped outside of your draft board, outside of your draft process. They trust the draft process with Kevin Colbert. They'll stick with him. They'll continue interviewing people. And again, this isn't a situation where uh, you know, they're looking for a quote-unquote true general manager. What they're really looking for is another director of football operations somebody who's going to run their draft. The Steelers general manager doesn't handle the day-to-day operations of the team. That guy's Art Rooney. That's who handles the day-to-day operations of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So you're not looking for somebody to do that. He's a hands-on team president, much more so than than many of the other uh, team presidents or owners in the league. Art Rooney's at practice every day. After each practice every day, unless he's off at an owner's meeting or something like that, Art Rooney, Kevin Colbert, and Mike Tomlin meet after every practice and discuss it at midfield. They do it in training camp. They do it over the course of the regular season. They'll have a meeting to discuss what's going on with the team, how things are progressing, what things look like. It, it's very much, he's, he's very much in charge as a general manager of this team. But he freely admits, as he did uh, you know, on, on Friday when we talked to him, that he's not a scout. He has to have somebody there that he trusts. And that guy has been Kevin Colbert. He'll find somebody else that he trusts in that job. Now they've already interviewed two internal uh, guys, uh, two internal candidates that be that being uh, Omar Khan and Brandon hunt for the position. Um, if they want to continue having the general manager do the job as currently as Kevin Colbert did, that won't be Omar Khan, folks. It won't be Omar Khan. He's he's more Art Rooney than he is Kevin Colbert. He's not a talent scout. He's not a talent evaluator at all. Brandon Hunt, on the other hand, is. That's what he does. He's a Steelers director of pro football scouting. That's what Kevin Colbert's job was with the Detroit Lions before the Steelers hired him in 2000 to replace Tom Donahoe. So, you know, if – if they decide to go that direction and make it an internal hire, I would expect it would be, it would be Brandon Hunt. They'll also interview some outside people, but they're not going to be some of the names that you you might expect being thrown around. Guys who are interviewing for jobs uh, in the current GM cycle. These are going to be guys who are, again, director of scouting for certain teams, because that's what the Steelers general manager does. Wouldn't surprise me if they go back to calling whoever replaces Kevin Colbert, the director of football operations. That, again, was the title that that, that, player, that person had for years, going back to Dick, uh, to, to Dick Haley, uh, going back to Art Rooney, the, the, uh, the son or uh, brother of, uh, of Dan Rooney. Um, that was the case for Tom Donahoe. So, you know, I don't expect that to change. What they could do, what they could do, if they decide that Khan and Hunt are good working together, is they could make that a co-general manager type thing. They could name Brandon Hunt the director of football operations, but put him on equal footing with Omar Khan, who's their capologist. That wouldn't surprise me. It would be stepping outside the, the boundaries a little bit, 
but you know, you're right now, Omar Khan does a lot of that stuff for the Steelers. When Kevin Colbert has to, to sit down and he's making a deal with a, with a team, he'll often run things over to, to Omar and say, okay, how does this work with our numbers? Can we fit this under our cap? That would be how that would continue. And honestly, if you look at it, uh, you know, that's really what uh, Khan's role has been over the last few years. That's why he is vice president of football and business administration. But he's not going to be GM, not in the truest sense of the way the Steelers handle the position. That's just not in the cards. But it's a big it's a big change. It really is going to be. It's a big offseason of change for the Steelers. They need to start, uh, you know, the process of finding that next quarterback. Art Rooney saying that uh, everything's going to be on the table in regards to that. Kind of repeating what Mike Tomlin said in that regard. No surprise there. Uh, that they're they're going to explore trades. They're going to explore free agency. They're going to explore the draft. They're going to do what they need to do to try to find that next franchise quarterback. Doesn't mean that they'll, that'll happen. It took them 20-plus years to, between Terry Bradshaw and Ben Roethlisberger to find that guy. But doesn't mean that they're not going to try. So, anyways, I'm going to take a break. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Be back after this to talk about the conference championship games. Don't you go anywhere. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Steelers podcast here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Network. And, uh, well, we got uh, a couple of uh, big football games this weekend. And uh, <laughs> those would be uh, the conference championship games. Can't wait for these. It should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, I think, the, you know, if you, if you look at this, you got four teams here that were deserving to be here. Uh, you know, the first game uh, – uh, we'll, we'll talk about is the Bengals Chiefs game. 
course, the Steelers are very familiar with both of these teams. They played them twice this season. That will, that will be the uh, three o'clock game on Sunday. Um, Steelers went 0 and 4 against these teams this year. Uh, and really none of the games, well, the first game against the Bengals was semi-close. They lost that one 24 to 10. So they've got some work to do to catch up with these two teams. There's no doubt about that. Um, if you look at this game, the Chiefs now favored by seven and a half. The over-under is 54 and a half. And uh, it's a big number. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think uh, people are looking at this, uh, the Bengals beating the Chiefs um, a few weeks ago in uh, Cincinnati and saying, well, they can they could do that again. Uh, the Bengals won that game 34-31. Um, I got to tell you, I think that the Chiefs uh, win this one uh, convincingly. Um, I don't know if they'll cover the seven. But I do think that they'll win this. Kansas City is a tough place to play. Uh, that loss to the Bengals is the Chiefs' only loss um, since uh, late October. Um, they've run the table the rest of the way because after that, uh, they're getting uh, pretty healthy. And uh, I, I just think that Joe Burrow, uh, with, with the way that the, the Bengals are pass protecting um, against good football teams like that, uh, it's just going to be it's going to be troublesome. Teams that can score. I know people say, well, why didn't the Steelers have more sacks against them? Because the Steelers couldn't score. So the Bengals were able to stay balanced and, and, and stay uh, and stick with their running game a little bit. The Chiefs are going to put that pressure on, on the, uh, the Bengals to continue to score. And that means that they're going to get to Joe Burrow because the Bengals are going to have to keep passing. And Burrow, who got sacked nine times last week in that win over the Titans, and they, they were lucky to win that one. Well, I think the luck runs out this week. I like the Chiefs in this game uh, to, to advance to uh, the Super Bowl once again. The other matchup is, is a really interesting one uh, because the 49ers and Rams have played twice this season as well. And the 49ers, who are the sixth seed, beat the Rams twice, including once in week 18. Uh, the Rams needed to win that game to make sure that they clinched the, uh, the NFC West title. Fortunately for them, uh, the, you know, the Arizona Cardinals uh, also lost in Seattle. Uh, that gave the uh, Rams a division title. Um, the game's in LA. And that last game was, it was a three point victory in overtime uh, by the, uh, by the 49ers. I don't like how Jimmy Garoppolo is playing right now. Uh, he's, he hasn't yet to throw a touchdown in these playoffs. He's thrown two interceptions. That's not going to cut it against this Rams team. These guys can score. Now, I do like, uh, you know, that defensive front for the 49ers, and I think they'll give the uh, the Rams some problems. And, you know, a lot depends on, you know, which Matthew Stafford shows up. Does he throw a couple of interceptions here? If he takes care of the football, the Rams are clearly the better team. If he doesn't, now that lowers the things a little bit, then, uh, you know, gives the, the 49ers a chance. They have a specific way that they want to play. They want to run the football. They've beaten the Rams six consecutive times. Do you think that they can do it seven? It's awfully difficult to beat a team like that seven consecutive times, especially doing it again in their building. You look at the spread in this game, it reflects how close these teams are. Rams favored by three and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half. But I like the home team again. I like both home teams this weekend. I think you're looking at a Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl. We'll see if that holds up. Uh, if it, if it does, um, well, you know, I, I think these are two of the better teams. I picked the Rams at the beginning of the season to advance to the Super Bowl. I thought they'd be playing the bills. <laughs> if the bills have been a little more lucky, um, you know, that might've been the case. They lost a, a heartbreaker last week 
to the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Again, it shows you how difficult it is to beat that Chiefs team. Uh, the, the Bills had already done it once. To do it twice in the same season, really tough to do. Uh, but I think the Chiefs and the Rams are going to be this year's Super Bowl combatants. Um, that's going to do it for the Dale Lally Show. I'll be coming to you uh, next week uh, from the Senior Bowl. I'm heading down there to check out uh, this year's quarterback draft class and a lot of other things. Of course, there's plenty of Steeler news going on down there. They still haven't hired a defensive coordinator. We'll start sniffing around that GM job a little bit as well and see who they're talking to, keep you up to date on all those things. Uh, but, uh, you know, you should, uh, uh, you know, follow me uh, along with my coverage on DKPittsburghSports.com. Um, try to keep you up to date on everything that happens there. If you like the show, give us a positive reaction on uh, wherever you watch or listen to the show here. Uh, give us a five-star review, whatever it might be. Uh, we appreciate that. It helps out all the shows here on the platform. Uh, but for uh, uh, we do appreciate you listening to this edition of the Dale Lally Show on DK Pittsburgh Sports. I'll talk to you next week from Mobile, Alabama.